hi 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 hello hi guys welcome to paragraphs and insights my name is nyangara and welcome to another episode i know i didn't post that much in january but do i have a good reason i actually don't it's just that i i think i was overwhelmed with a lot of other things that i didn't carve out time for this and i actually recorded multiple episodes but I don't know I just wasn't feeling like I wanted to upload them but they're there and I might upload them later but I just decided let me just create something fresh for new month happy february I I hope this month will be better for you if january already started on a slump some people I know we we said that february is when we're starting our year officially and you know what it's fine it's cool I get it you know january is just like trial and error let, let let's see how it goes first we're testing the waters and i don't think anything tragic has happened yet apart from the new corona corona strain but that was from december and people were the world was actually remembering now it was one year since kobe vanessa not vanessa kobe and vanessa vanessa is the wife of the kid gg gg is the kid and the, the the rest of the guys in the helicopter crash was it a plane or was it a helicopter I don't really remember it was a tragic thing and people are remembering him and i think so far so good for me at least so far so good and uh i think uh, last month was the first time that i went to see a therapist and we were just working through some issues of mine and one of the things that i found out about myself last year is not last year last month is that i have something called anxious attachment style and that is what we're going to talk about today attachment styles because i had been seeing this advert on my youtube constantly from a channel called personal development school or something like that and they kept ignoring ignoring it but when i think i saw it on tiktok or something i don't know it was something I, i i decided to check it out and it made so much sense with how i was relating with my romantic partners or with my family and it was everything kind of just clicked and i was like this is where the problem is this is exactly where the problem is now i just need to find out what the root of the problem was so i decided I wanted to share this with you and I initially I was doing it on my YouTube but then I stopped doing YouTube so I said it should be a podcast episode. And here we are. So attachment styles are basically described as the largest predictor of success in your romantic relationships, platonic relationships or familial relationships. And this is basically how you relate to others, the people that you're in a relationship with, people who you're in a relation with. Yeah, it's basically how you attach to them. So there are four types of attachment styles. There is the secure attachment style, there is the avoidant dismissive attachment style, there is the anxious preoccupied attachment style, there is the disorganized or fearful avoidant attachment style. So some words can be changed, maybe instead of seeing disorganized you'll see fearful things like that, but it's basically the same thing. And This attachment styles basically develop when we were when we are in our formative years as kids. And 
most of them are affected by how we how our parents raise us or how we relate to our primary caregivers and this is the basic thing i i found i came to realize about even therapy the root of the problems most of them is with how we relate to our primary caregivers most of them not all but most of them because people have traumatic episodes like later on in life so the same case with attachment style so with someone who has a secure attachment style they had parents who are very uh affirmative who are there for them who like how can i say they didn't give them uh they didn't give them i'm trying to look for english words but zinanikosa <laughs> they weren't uh not available emotionally yeah they were not not available emotionally they were, they were there for their kids they were there for their kids emotional needs and their kids felt reassured so they became secure because they knew that their primary caregivers were always there for them so with someone with avoidant attachment style their parents their primary caregivers were probably distant they never showed them that much emotional support and so they realized that they just need to maybe pull away and they are very dismissive because they don't feel like other people could maybe care about them that much or when they care about when someone cares about them it's just like it's such a foreign concept to them that they choose to run away so with anxious attachment style it's like you're constantly afraid that the other person will leave or doesn't care about you enough you know things like that so maybe your primary caregivers were expecting so much from you in terms of emotion emotionally and they didn't pour back into your cup like it wasn't a mutual ex- exchange it's like you know your parents love you but then there wasn't really a mutual exchange or even if it was it was imbalanced so you you're so used to relationships taking much from you and then not ending anywhere so unfulfilled and then fearful avoidant or disorganized it's all over the place you're either you can be too clingy too distant all over the place now also that comes from having a unstable home sometimes Uh, you know like all of this is just like possibilities just doesn't mean that it's the exact thing that caused it it's just one of the many possibilities sometimes it can be because of mental health issues sometimes it can be caused with uh, maybe even other normal health issues it just depends with where your headspace is at or how you were raised so now when you know whatever and i will link below uh an article a quiz about how you can find out about what your attachment style is i know mine has more i i have a higher percentage on on anxious attachment and then surprisingly secure and then secure and then Uh, my dismissive is the last one like uh, disorganized dismissive i think is the last one and then disorganized is the third one so but i feel like my my anxious attachment has has improved because 
when I realized that was the problem, I, I sort of tried to, I'm still working on it. And it's not something that is permanent, it's something that you, it's, it's a place where you're at in that particular moment and you can grow out of it. And I feel like my attachment style affected very much my friendships. And my friendships when I was in primary school, I don't really remember them because I was still, I was quite young. Those back then, I was really quite young. So I wasn't really aware of what was going on, but I remember I was feeling very isolated most of the time. So in high school, the relationship that I formed with one of my closest friends, I had a lot of anxious attachment and I would find myself crying over situations because there are those kind of people who will come and bombard you with love and then they withdraw. So you're like, what's not happening? It's like, so I'm the one trying to give all the affection. I'm the one trying to make things right immediately after they go wrong because I don't want, I can't stay in a state of confusion or or conflict or conflict with this other person because I would get extremely anxious and it was not pretty it was not pretty and now me not being aware of that and having that back and forth for years when I was in high school and then I'd get to a point and I was like you know what that doesn't really matter to me and I'd be okay again and then they'd come and apologize and it was it was too much it was just too much but then i had that thing and then we stopped being friends for a while and everyone after high school everyone went home and then i got close to someone else and i transferred those issues to my my other friendships and it 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 became a very recurring pattern until it spilled now into the relationship that i was trying to form with other people and at first i was very i was a very secure person to today I don't think my first thought when something goes wrong is someone is cheating on me. I've never ever thought that someone was cheating on me. Even when I had <laughs> when I had a, a situation of a guy uh, who had a girlfriend but he, uh, I wasn't aware of, my first thought wasn't even even when the signs were just there screaming at me. I was like, ah, I don't think I'm very, I'm, I'm a very trustful trustful person trustful is that an english word I, I i trust too easily that to a fault so i don't think that i'm not insecure in that way like i wouldn't think that someone will automatically cheat on me but i had this anxiety that came with being close to someone because with my friendships before and the, the problem uh started now becoming very noticeable now to me when i look back when i joined for one so now there's some things that happened when i was in primary school that kind of shifted everything and i now started carrying this trauma that was kind of manifesting in my relationships with other people so now after high school when i was in uni it was the same drama and i felt i was feeling like so suffocated why can't i just have a good thing and when you're in that kind of a situation you don't realize it's something you need to work on you just feel like the other person is a bad person maybe they had uh avoidant dismissive attachment style so when they feel like they're getting too close they distance themselves and avoidant dismissive never will never ever go with an anxious attachment because how is a distant person together with a clingy person you're going to 
be hella toxic you're going to be hella destructive to both to both sides so i felt like that was what ha- was happening in my friendships because i was trying to pull them closer they were trying really hard to also pull away and then when i stop pulling them closer they'd come closer so now i feel like everything is okay for everything to break down once again because of maybe an argument or because i feel like they're being inconsistent and one of the things that i realized triggered my anxiety with attachment was inconsistency so if a guy like calls me consistently two two times a day or three times a day for like a week or for like two weeks and then suddenly they call me twice and then suddenly they call me once or oh, a whole day goes by and they don't call me i will go insane i will go mad mad do you know mad and not like mad in the sense that like i'd go crazy and call him and write like paragraphs or anything mad in the sense that i will literally sit in my bed and overthink but not like overthink that like bad things like he's cheating or something i'll just start overthinking like maybe he doesn't want me like that and that's okay and i need to let him be and sometimes that's not the situation like some sometimes a guy just genuinely likes she's just that life happens and i'm not advocating you go 24 hours before without speaking to the person you like that is shady but it it would make me like drive me literally to a wall and i had to tell this guy that I was talking to you know what we are we have a we have a we have a connection but i feel like i'm going crazy just because of something that isn't supposed to be this hard so i had to take a step back and kind of fix this thing that was was hurting my relationships with other people so i i stopped being friends with people who i felt like were were kind of draining me in that way and i didn't realize this at the time but if i had addressed that issue then probably our relationships would have been way different so now with the triggers of having close friends who are triggering my anxious attachment and i'm not saying this was no way intentional because we all have our issues to deal with from childhood trauma or our inner child that we have to heal but now being in those situations that are so triggering to me and then being in a talking stage that didn't amount to anything even though me being anxious I was already heavily invested in it because you don't want the person to leave now that's happening so i usually when i when when i get to that talking stage with someone it's like okay if it doesn't work i will withdraw and i will withdraw for a long time for months and months and i wouldn't even be trying to be texting anyone or like getting out there again nah like i'll i'll be alone literally the the literal definition of a dry phone my phone was dry like dry so after that happens is like so i have this accumulation of a relationship traumas that are stemming from my own uh, childhood trauma that i have not yet worked on or resolved and now i'm having this unfulfilling relationships and the only thing that i crave so much is fulfilling fulfilling relationships with the people that i love so with my parents with my brother with my friends i i genuinely love full relationships and that is what i've been forming uh, for the fa- for the past few months and i've been enjoying with the few people that i have around me and 
just having that realization that until I started fixing and addressing my anxious attachment, I was getting so much stress that was external stress that was determined by another person's actions. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Because maybe living... I, I, I've talked about multiple dating on my YouTube, I think, several times. And I'm like, it's fine for people to be talking to other people when they're trying to figure out whatever they want. But then, again, me being an empath, and me being a Scorpio, and we are known to be intense, <laughs> I cannot do that. I cannot, I cannot uh, channel my energy into different places but i do understand that i do understand people who want to see other people or like get to explore their options just when we decide that it's us we're getting exclusively to know each other then you just need to respect that so now when it was like i'm trying so much to integrate these other people my friends or potential partners into my life so much that i put myself on a on a back whatever i put myself on a lower pedestal to kind of make their life more comfortable and i i was hurting myself but then again i was putting too much pressure on them to show up in a way that they wasn't they weren't really expecting to show up in so putting that much expectation on someone like you're handing them your happiness and then telling them i am fully here and you're the one who's going to decide whether you want to deal with this or not. And that was my anxiety speaking because I wanted to be clingy. And I had this need, and it's one of the characteristics of anxious attachment, you have the need to know that something is stable. So if something is shaky, if you can see a guy being shaky, and it's okay to be, like, sometimes you can't be decisive 247, but like for me i would blow that out of proportion and start feeling like maybe they don't like me maybe you know like such things and it made me feel really anxious like the anxiety got so bad so bad and anything small could trigger me it's like he is home by eight and he has not texted me until nine and my brain will go into work so it's it's like Having those issues that you haven't resolved kind of build up into this ball of negative energy inside of you and when not addressed they go haywire. So it's important to kind of sit down with yourself and kind of ask yourself what attachment style you can take the quiz and and know what attachment style you have at the moment and work on it because I know and I feel like when we have now secure attachment, you're able to, one, attract the right people. You can attract anyone, yeah, but like let the right people stay in your life. And two, build more healthier relationships with the people around you. And I've always said by relationships, I don't mean romantic only. So like platonic, familial, romantic relationships, all relationships you make them healthier, you are more fulfilled as a person, you have boundaries, my boundaries are way better because now I'm not really trying to go out of my way to please this other person that I'm not really, that we have no commitment between us and it was a good thing for me to kind of sit down and realize this because it made me feel generally happier, actually happier and more at peace 
and I, I remember at first I was so scared because I was like, I now if this is a problem that I have, then maybe this guy won't be interested in me anymore or I have to cut this off because my mind was already there. I don't know the anxiety in me is talking is like telling me you have mental issues that you need to sort out. You're not going to drop that baggage on someone else. And I wasn't willing to drop that baggage on someone else. I just automatically assumed that they will not want me because they, I have some issues that I'm working through. And I knew that was the anxiety talking, but it made so much sense in my head. So bottom line of this episode is the insight, if you may, is uh, know your attachment style and form better relationships with the people around you and most importantly with you and you're the most important person and i know valentine's is coming and if you're single like me make yourself feel special you don't have to wait for another person it's fine we are fine you can troll us all you want but you don't want non-fulfilling relationships i think i'm done now guys i think i've talked for long Ooh, 20 minutes okay goodbye thank you for listening up to the end